Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, moin und guten Tag. Welcome to a new episode of Heirlooms, Objects from German History. I'm Judith and today I brought you a, an heirloom to eat. Specifically, it's even fast food. Not only because of that, Travis Dow is here too. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, it's it's a special episode today. It's kind of one of my favorite fast foods. One can almost say that today's heirloom is an American heirloom crossover um, because the basic idea of the little man steak or poor man steak, as it's sometimes known here in German, has something to do with American GIs. Well, and, and ketchup. So now anyone who's ever been to Germany knows of this ubiquitous meal. But okay, let's, let's take it from the top. Well, it's late summer 1949 and we are in Berlin. The traces of the war are still clearly visible and perceptible everywhere. There are shortages everywhere and people have to make the most of what's available. So does Hertha Heuer. She runs a snack shack, an Imbissbude, as you would say in German, mm -hmm. on the corner of Kantstraße and Kaiser Friedrichstraße. There uh, she sells bratwursts with her own sauce creations with, mm, let's say, rather mediocre success. Now, that was about to change when her husband, who was working for the Americans at the time, came up with a great new sparkling idea. See, the Americans were used to pouring enormous amounts of ketchup on their huge, whatever, T-bone steaks, which um, obviously tasted pretty good. But this was new to Hertha's husband at the time. At the time, ketchup was not so known in Germany. And now T-bone steaks were, of course, unaffordable for post-war Berliners. But, as you might imagine, fried sausages, that's one thing they did have. For example, the Spandau without Pelle, a new creation. Um, today we might call that the Currywurst, the, the currywurst, the curry sausage. Yeah, in January 1959, uh, ten years later, she had the name of her sauce, Chill Up, uh, basically like chili ketchup, protected as a trademark. It's the Munich Patent Office number uh, 721319, <laughs> in fact. Um, chill Up, not chill out has nothing to do with a relaxation as we said the name is made up of the words chili and ketchup 
Although Hertha Heuer said throughout her lifetime that she would not use Finnish ingredients for her sauce, she would mix them from tomato paste with 12 Indian spices. In fact, we don't know how it really tasted because um, the original uh, recipe of the first currywurst is lost today. Attempts of big companies to buy her recipe or brand her product Herta uh, rejected throughout her lifetime. It is said that until her death in 1999, she had never entrusted her recipe to anyone else. Let me mention here real quick, um, we've said this in the past, especially on German episodes. We love to hear your feedback. If you enjoy listening to this, what objects from German history there are, you know, that you know of that we should take a closer look at? We actually got a lot of good stuff from our German listeners, but we also realized you might have some ideas too, or are at least curious about something. So find us on Twitter. You can find us under the, uh, well, Judith is um, at meet underscore Judith, and I'm uh, Travis J. Dow. Or you can, you know, give us feedback. Uh, you can like us on at Germany Podcast, obviously. And the links to all that will be in the show notes. So, okay, back to the show. The success of the currywurst happened quickly. Hertha Heuer's snack shack moved uh, to a food stall in the Kaiser Friedrichstraße 59. And there it developed into a solid institution. It was open day and night and Hoyer employed up to 19 sales assistants yeah. at their peak. But by the 1980s, it had be uh, become one of the most popular food stalls in Germany. Since then, uh, she competed with another fast food. Do you have an mm -hmm. idea which one? Man, so I've, I've had like dozens of derna derna kebabs since i was here so i'm gonna guess that <laughs> especially especially in berlin yeah do they have good kebab in berlin oh my god yeah <laughs> and also like at three in the morning which is something that i didn't have in munich um the be i've had really good ones here i actually i've had really good ones in bremen and hamburg since i've been here <laughs> i'm not kidding <laughs> like kebab kebab every other day pretty much is kebab a thing in the u.s no not at all it's actually illegal to What? have meat on a spit like that so you will never find a derna maybe it's a state by state thing but california oregon washington every place i've been on the west coast you will never it's impossible actually to get a real derna i yeah yeah could not tell you how sad that makes me, but <laughs> I, I, I don't even get it. It's illegal. To yep, donuts are illegal. Imagine that. Döner uh, and Kinderüberraschung. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's so sad. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but actually, you're right. Uh, since the 80s, Hertha uh, Heuer competed with uh, kebab and and the hamburgers, of course for hungry uh, patrons looking for a quick lunch or after a bit of drinking on Saturday nights. Um, I think <laughs> this is what mm -hmm. you mentioned too. I've, I've been there. <coughs> <coughs> yep. um, been there, done that, yes. And <laughs> are still 
a little hungry, perhaps. Yeah, mm, I think one thing is clear. Um, the original currywurst is a real child of Berlin, and it's linked uh, yeah, to the upswing on the Western sector's economy and to West Berlin. But of course, mm -hmm. such an important invention develops its own life and several copycat variants. Yeah, one thing I never got to try, for obvious reasons, is uh, the fact that the currywurst actually also arrived in communist East Berlin in the 1960s. One place for all currywurst lovers was Konopke's Imbiss, like Konopke's fast food or, you know, snack shack, whatever. Now, okay, wait a minute, because in the GDR, currywurst was only offered without the intestine. And in some cases, they would use water hoses um, instead of intestine to give the sausage its shape during, like, cooking. And, like, during the, the cooking process, you just stick the meat in a hose, and then it comes out like a sausage. The sausage was also served uncut in one piece, as opposed to, like, what I'm used to in West Germany. Um, it's kind of pre-cut up, like, like my mom used to do for me. And then in East Germany, it still had the curry powder, but they didn't have ketchup because that's, that's a Western thing. So there was kind of this cold, thin liquid ketchup or like a, a also cold, like thinned, like really thin tomato sauce. Like they tried to copy ketchup basically. And so as finger food um, in Germany, you kind of, or West Germany, I guess you kind of have a little fork or you can, yes. um, you know, there's the same way that Germans eat French fries, which is really weird to Americans. But uh, one sausage end was left without sauce. So you could, you know, grip it with your fingers and eat it like finger okay. food. You, you eat fries with the fingers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all finger food in America. <laughs> all uh, of it. Always? <laughs> also in always. like restaurants or? Oh, yeah. You never, a, f a, a fork never touches a fry in America. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But also, it, we, like, we, put, we put the ketchup on the side. In Germany, often you use mayonnaise or like a mix of mayonnaise and ketchup, and you just kind of dump it all over, like Canadians know, like, like put, poutine or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, we, don't, we don't do that. It's always fries and then ketchup on the side, and you dip it. I but yeah, it's always... Yeah. really uh, like this uh, way better, yes, because it's... Abs How do you say? It's not very fine if you have the fingers uh, to eat with and then all uh, is full of ketchup and blah. just messy yeah. yeah yeah it's a whole different way yeah because like at mcdonald's in germany there's no forks right so people are used to eating it the american way yes um right? it's it's <laughs> it's absolute okay to to um eat it with the fingers um yeah. at like mcdonald's or burger king or but you would Obviously, I would say you would never use your fingers if you're in a in a restaurant or or something like this. Yep, I've definitely noticed that. I'm kind of a barbarian over here, but <laughs> yep. <laughs> you always can say uh, you know how it's done the right way. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that there was uh, a currywurst museum in Berlin? <laughs> Well, I hope so. I, I mean, I love the idea. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I've never been. But yeah, 
Why not? <laughs> Me too, but it was only open uh, from uh, 2009 to uh, 2018. Yeah, but I think... It just shut down last year. Yeah. Dang. I think just looking at the curry sausages instead of eating them simply did not prevail, I think. Yeah. Uh, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like buy a currywurst in the, sh in the <laughs> gift shop. <laughs> yeah, but the gift shops are always at the end. Perhaps you're you, right, yep. you have to get your curry Start with first one and, and then, uh, yeah. then walk through the exhibition. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about that uh, kebab is not a thing in the US, but currywurst, is currywurst a thing? No. So I'm always looked at like I'm crazy when I say that I miss currywurst, like a curry hot dog, you know, like it's such, it's just so good. But Americans can't even imagine it. It's just not, it's just, it just doesn't exist. Well, okay, that's not quite true. Um, this is kind of why I wanted this episode so bad, because I was raised on them in Munich. This is what I, I grew up on, Currywurst and Derna. And I instantly missed them like crazy when I arrived to the States when I was like 14. And I only found unacceptable, boring ketchup. Like, I, I hate ketchup. I, I'm a salsa guy. I like every other sauce. Um, re remoulade, whatever, anything is better than ketchup. I'll even put mayonnaise on my fries, but, but don't don't tell Americans that. But the ironic thing is, is that if you go to a German supermarket, you'll see Heinz, which is an American brand, despite yes. the name. Heinz makes curry ketchup, and I've seen that in America, an American bottle of American ketchup, but ironically, only in German delicatessen shops. <laughs> Which is kind of nuts. And, okay, of course, I say of course, but this makes me sound crazy again. But, of course, one of my very first purchases, every time, every time I arrive in Germany, basically before I even leave the airport, is I go find currywurst-flavored chips. In fact, I have some at Toby's house right now. They're in the pantry. Um, just the the whole flavor, currywurst as a flavor, as a flavor for snacks that that just that when i say currywurst chips like curry hot dog chips to americans curry ketchup hot dog chips to americans i i have to explain a whole lot first yes. like it's just yeah <laughs> uh -uh. but oh my god i love currywurst chips they're the best i've never tried them i oh my god i have some right now <laughs> i can <laughs> i can give you some when i when i go to regensburg I have to find one and buy one. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> they're the same company that makes like the paprika and ungarish or whatever yes, chips. Uh, they're not a sponsor, so whatever. But yeah. Oh, so yeah, good. So sad. Why not? Why don't they sponsor? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, because they're chips. French fries are potatoes. Chips are potatoes. It, it just it just works. Yeah. It's like curry, curry ketchup potato chips. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the currywurst is so famous? in Germany that it has its own currywurst gate controversy. I did not know this, but I'm also not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. I think uh, we made it really clear um, that the currywurst is from Berlin, was invented there, and mm -hmm. but not all people do accept this. And uh, take wonder, these people who don't accept it are from Hamburg, of course. Huh. That's where I am right now. Yeah. Wait, what? 
<laughs> there's also a book about yeah. the invention of the currywurst. Um, it's a German uh, novella by Uwe Tim, and um, it also has the title uh, "The Discovery of the Currywurst." And <laughs> there, uh, he attributes uh, the invention of the currywurst uh, to the fictional character from his novel Lena Brücke. And in his story, she runs a snack on the Großneumarkt in Hamburg, uh, where you currently are, and mm -hmm. that to have served the first currywurst uh, in 1947, two whole years uh, before Hertha Heuer in Berlin. <gasps> um, yeah, currywurst I'm shocked gate. right now. This is a scandal <laughs> indeed. At least um, since the publication of the book, the Berlin origin of uh, currywurst is repeatedly put in question, especially by hamburgers. I mean, residents of Hamburg, not... No, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's not go there. Uh, yeah. yeah, because according to Uwe Tim, the novel is based on a real childhood memory, namely uh, the... 1947 at a Neumarkt in Hamburg for the first time a currywurst. And so since uh, 2003 a memorial plaque in Berlin has been dedicated uh, to Hertha Heuer and the formal location of her snack bar. Also in 2003 a commemorative a plaque on the Hamburg Großneumarkt was installed for the fictional character of Lena Brücker. Okay. And yeah, you can visit it and take a picture. Yeah. Okay. And Interesting. say, hey, yeah. I've been uh -huh. to the fictional the birthplace the real of the, the real, real fictional <laughs> the real fictional birthplace yeah. of the real currywurst and your american friends won't know what you're talking about I, yeah <laughs> like uh okay yeah what <laughs> it just won't make any sense on facebook they're like what uh, what is yeah the anyways real yeah. currywurst or the original currywurst or nobody knows that's the currywurst Anyway, I really feel like currywurst now. Yeah, um, so I'm actually going to go to the Kloss Neu Neumarkt right now. Okay. Um, actually starving because this is a really appetizing <laughs> episode. <laughs> episode yeah. I, I wonder, to Americans this might sound weird, I don't know, but they're so good. It just, it really works. Curry, ketchup, hot dog, done. So good. Is hot dog only the sausage in america because here hot dog is the whole thing with yeah. uh, onions and ketchup and like um these pick that's that's pickles. also a controversial topic so so you normally you think of a hot dog with a bun yes. but when we're kids and our, and my mom just you know cuts up a hot dog there's there, and there might not be a bun it's it, literally it's just the sausage Really, just even if it's cold, you could still have a cold hot dog. It's still okay. a hot dog. A currywurst is a hot dog. We don't need to. <laughs> it's also a hot dog. Um, it's really just a sausage. Ah. But yeah, normally you'd think of a hot dog with a bun, relish, ketchup, mustard, onions, whatever. 
or not. Some people hate all that stuff. I don't want to. This is a really controversial topic. You're you're gonna get us in trouble. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but sometimes sometimes we call them Franks, which obviously we mean Frankfurters. But that's a hot dog. A, fr- a Frank is a hot dog. A, a, okay. A ballpark. Don't even just okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's it's also controversial. Uh, because here in Germany, some people say Wiener to the Frankfurter, and others say yeah. Frankfurter to the Wiener, and it's it's. Uh, yeah, like we know what a what a Wiener, like a Wiener sausage is, but we would just call them hot dogs. I mean, we would still say they're hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's uh, complicated. Uh, I'm not pretty sure if you can win here, so. Um, Let's say goodbye uh, for today. Have a nice uh, day, evening, morning, whenever you've listened to us. And see you next time at Heirlooms, Objects from German History. Let me uh, throw in here that in case you don't know our other podcast, Nick, uh, Universe Podcasts, then uh, have a look at the show notes, podcastnick.com. And I just revamped the website. I'm still kind of working on it, but it's much better than it was, So, which was about time. So, so please do stop by. Um, especially, we'd like to mention our new show, Past Access, with Pete Coleman, which is on YouTube. And just, I, I mean, I got to say, so first of all, Pete does this all by himself. It's, it's documentary quality. He travels around Stockholm and Barcelona and Washington, D.C. And, and all over the place. You can see it on YouTube. It's the pod, uh, Past Access channel. And please do do us a favor and check it out. Pete's in a wheelchair and travels the world from his chair and then comes home and edits all that stuff together. And it's simply amazing. It's really um, good. I think the last one was Stockholm. Yeah. Uh, you, you sent me a, you sent me a picture of you guys watching it on your TV and I was, I was really happy. Um, so links to that and everything else, like how to find us on social media and, um, all our other projects are in the show notes. So, um, yeah. Done. We just have to say, auf Wiedersehen. Wiedersehen. Bye. Aber ich gehe mir jetzt echt eine Currywurst holen. Das war kein Witz. Ich sterbe. Ich muss los. Ja, ich weiß schon. Ich auch. Na dann. Okay. Mach's gut. Yep. Cheers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.